Hey, it's Jamisha, and you're listening to the You Look Okay To Me podcast. In the last episode, I spoke about the fact that I went through a whole diagnosis process where I was not believed and it was a bit of a struggle. And in this episode, we speak about what happens after. You've been through that whole process of getting diagnosed, you finally have answers. So what now? So congratulations, you've been diagnosed. You finally have all the answers to all your questions, except this one. What now? My first proper goal in life was to be a cinematographer. Here's a picture of the first ever film that I shot with my friends called The Shoe Collector. It never got finished, but it lit some kind of fire in me that made me realize that this is something I could actually do and I felt like I was actually good at. Sadly, that dream didn't really work out and lupus was part of that reason, but sometimes these things don't work out. Sometimes for the worse, but sometimes for the better. So I got diagnosed with lupus on the first week that I started university. It was also the first week that I started my part-time job. So all of these things were happening at the same time and I didn't really have the time to process all of this information. At that time, I didn't really understand what it meant to have lupus, for me at least. And I don't think I also understood even what a chronic illness actually was. It was all a little bit confusing. My first term at uni was really intense. We had to make a short film every two weeks so we ended up with about four to five short films in the first term. The turnaround time was so quick and add to that fact that I had to work a part-time job which was three days a week, one of them in the evening after I would have finished uni, all while kind of trying to figure out what it means to have lupus, what it means to have a chronic illness. It was a lot. It's funny because all I thought I had to do at that time was take these as I was told I was supposed to do and then I'd be the person I was before, a person who would work out really hard every single day, a person who'd be able to do all the films she wanted to, a person that would be able to stand on set for 16 hours a day, being a runner like everybody else could in my class. But it didn't matter how much I took my medication and did what my doctor told me to do, I wasn't gonna be that person I was before. Things were different now, and it was quite difficult to accept that fact. You see, what doctors are good at, well, the good doctors, they're good at being investigators. They're good at figuring out what's wrong with you. And once they've got those answers, what they're not so good at is the after bit. The bit where you ask the question, what now? You're kind of left by yourself to figure it all out and it's really difficult. Obviously you've got these physical symptoms and you're taking a medication and stuff like that, but it's also the mental part, the part about your self-image, the part of how you're supposed to deal with the aftermath of losing, I guess, a part of yourself that you thought you knew. No one really prepares you for that part, to be honest. Your friends might be helpful, your family might be helpful, but no one truly is able to prepare you for that. It's just not possible. After my first year at uni finished, I did not know what to do with myself. I had this idea going in of what I was striving for, these set rigid plans on how I was going to succeed and be something in life. And all of that had slipped away from me for a disease I didn't ask for, for something that I didn't really do to myself. So it was a really confusing time. And I even pondered at that summer that I finished first year, whether I should even go back to uni. Like, what's the point? Maybe film isn't for me in general if I can't do the things that the people in my year are doing to succeed. 
need. I also felt like while my uni was a really good place to study, it felt like there was only one way to succeed, so you feel very trapped. End of the day, that one way to succeed doesn't really suit people with long-term diseases that are very intermittent and very unpredictable. So it was a really confusing time. But then out of that, you look okay to me was born. It wasn't even a thing at the time, it didn't even have a name, but I just knew I needed to make something that gave me that creative outlet that I was lacking because I felt like I couldn't do it, but also gave me a chance to talk about some of the things that I was going through, but then also talk to other people that were going through similar things, which I had no idea until I started making this thing, that there were friends of mine that I had known for a really long time that were going through the same thing and no one had spoken about it. I say all this to say, diagnosis is hard. And I I know that a lot of you of chronic illnesses went through the same process which infuriates me that we've all kind of been through the same thing despite country despite location despite age the after stage is difficult too because in a sense you're probably grieving i felt like i was grieving this life that i had before and the life that i thought i would have i guess in that time i would really encourage a lot of self-kindness and a lot of self-care because it's already tough you're going through what you're going through you don't need to add extra hardships on yourself you, you really don't anyway thank you so much for watching that video i hope you enjoyed it and i hope it helped even if it is a tiny bit thank you guys so much for watching that video and i will see you in the next one